You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. Welcome to Nick's Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Alyssa is out this week enjoying some shenanigans in Los Angeles. But that's all right. I've got the inimitable Nick Gilmore here beside me. So this is Nick's Snacks. Nick's Snacks, both the Nick's. Both I'm putting a Nick's to that. Ah. Mm-hmm. Nick's Snacks. You know, uh, Micah was grooving to the, to the bumper music bringing us in and i don't know why or what my brain's doing today it's a halloween by the way we're recording on halloween happy halloween everybody or now november hallows eve old hallows eve but uh what if that song i would love to hear famous songs just um done by actors with unique accents or voice inflections for example i'd love to have heard that ain't no mountain high enough by christopher walken I think that would be entertaining. Or like Sean Connery. I think both of you should should not say that about an excellent song. Maybe maybe go with a, like a different song from a different genre, like a country Micah, music. Ain't no mountain high enough. There's no mountain high enough. <laughs> <laughs> Carla was the prom queen. Oh, sorry. She, that was, <laughs> well, Nick, it's great to have you on the show again. It's, it's nice to be back. It's been a hot minute. We're actually sipping on some uh, Kirkland bottled in bond signature Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. The only way to be on the radio is when you have a glass of bourbon in your hand. That's the best way to be on. And a lot of times this is a mystery with Kirkland of who actually is providing the spirits that are in their reasonably priced bottles. I, mean, it, they're I find it appropriate that on Halloween we're having spirits. Uh-huh. Dang it, I don't even have a witty anything comeback. We do know that this is from 1792. Barton, 1792. I, I highly doubt it's from 1792. Well, no, no, it's not uh, from 1792, from, but from Barton 1792 Distillery in Bardstown, Kentucky. Uh, the bourbon trail is on my list. If it was from 1792, it would cost much more, and I bet it would have more spirits in it. And it would probably be very empty with, well, not necessarily in this bottle as far as uh, that angel's cut that goes to the atmosphere. That's right. And it says it was bottled in Bond, but it was clearly bottled in Bardstown. Ah, yes. Gosh, you're about as bad as Micah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you think of this? I think it's delicious. It's got a really nice smoke to it. I um. They only come out with this about once a year, and years ago I picked this up for uh, my buddy Matt, who owns 477 Distilling, and gave this liter bottle to him um, at a golf tournament, only for when he got home it to roll out of his bag onto his 
his um, garage floor and shatter. Ah, well, that's what happens when you give distilled spirits to somebody who professionally makes distilled spirits. He smashes them out of anger because I insulted him. <laughs> oh, it was sad. Anyway, alas, to 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 Halloween. To Halloween. I've been asking, folks. You know, I, I'm the voice of the Colorado Grit, and uh, I, I'm fortunate to interview some players in between periods and have been asking them, you know, what your favorite Halloween costume had been over the years. Um, even asked Eric Lacroix, former NHL player, what his, his favorite costume for his son, Max, who is a goalie. Um, so anyway, Nick, do you have any any recollections or memories of Halloween, one that sticks out more so than the other? You know, this year, um, a, a very good friend of mine, uh, Tamara Torres McGovern, her daughter, Tovi, uh, dressed as a jumping spider. Hmm. I was told that Tovi wanted to be a spider, but not a scary spider. <laughs> and so a jumping spider is relatively innocuous. And so a jumping spider it was. And... Um, her mother Piper, I guess, made it for her, and uh, it had you know you lift up your hands and the legs come out, and it was that you had all the eyes on the top. Um, when I saw it from across the room, I thought it was rather terrifying. So thought, <laughs> <laughs> you actually ended up being a very scary spider. Um, do you know the the uh, what is that M Night Shyamalan film, The Village? Yes. You know the the scary costume that the people wear in order. It was. A little bit of a recollection of that, but oh. but it was a, a jumping spider. It was beautiful, and so this 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 small child was uh, not scary. <laughs> I'm doing air quotes. Not scary jumping spider. I, I love the costumes. I love people's reactions on on reels. Uh, you know when they get scared. All of them just make me laugh. I love it when people get scared. You know, whether they're the silent screamer, they just are too scared, they can't make any noise. The ones that run in place, the ones that might have a visceral and physical reaction and just lash out and punch somebody. Um, but I enjoy the ones uh, where they have a little dog and they put a little spider costume on it and the legs are just dangling out to the side of the dog and it's running and the legs are moving as if it is a large, you know, spider. Running through um, subways or tunnels or under bridges, just uh, absolutely terrifying people. Hey, look, my little dog's a spider. It would scare the crap out of me. I'll be honest. I, I'd well, I mean, if you actually thought it was a spider of that size, that's you know, Shelob from Lord of the Rings esque. Yeah, or one of those acromantulas from uh, Harry Potter, or arachnophobia, which scared the absolute doo doo out of me when I was in. That was a Child. phenomenal film. I still – I mean it was horrifying. But yeah, it was uh, Jeff Daniels starring as a small-town doctor and um, this uh, photographer went down to South America on this nature trip and ended up getting bit by a spider and dying. And they shipped back his coffin but the spider came with him and just knocked up a normal house spider and – Boy, it started just uh, taking people out in the town. Yeah, I feel like a home defense spray sells now by the gallon because of that film. Absolutely. That was uh, – who was um, – John Goodman was in that as the exterminator. He was uh, pretty fantastic. His uh, his theme music anytime he was on screen was absolutely stellar, just kind of ridiculous. It was a good like horror movie mixed with uh, enough 90s comedy that um, – If you didn't have a Casio keyboard for your – for your theme music at that time, you were doing it wrong. Gosh, no. And a really cheesy saxophone. 
Oh, yeah. And the streets always have to be wet. Why are the streets always wet? Well, it was New England. That's fair. And almost every morning they're dewy and damp, but not every day. (laughs) That was a great but horrifying film. Yeah, I just – I'm still thinking about the words dewy and damp. For some reason I like them and I hate them all at once. They have really got a good Sunday morning comic strip characters. (laughs) (laughs) Dewy and damp. The adventures of dewy and damp. Uh, what would their backstory be? Well, one of them has or, a trench coat, that's for sure. The other one has a saxophone. Is that Dewey or Tamp? <laughs> and one of them's great at playing the Casio keyboard. Indeed. <laughs> they have a dog named Casio. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog talks, <clears throat> but only to them. And he eats lasagna, or do they have a cat that eats lasagna? No, now we're getting, now yeah. we're getting to. Yeah, I, I feel like you're doing some copyright violation things here. Now, I, I, isn't that Garfield guy like close to death? Are we talking the guy or the cat? The I mean, guy. The cat ate so much lasagna, I'm surprised it's still alive anyway. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be something. Most cats are uh, lactose intolerant. So there's, there are some serious intestinal issues with Garfield. There had to have been some like real bad cat farts. I, yep. I haven't thought about it. Cat constipation. Cat-stipation. Hmm. Wow. Got to give that cat a cat scan. Ha! Wow. I'm blanking today. I don't know what's going on. The blockage is... It's just, yeah. (laughs) Intense for the cat and for you, I think. Uh, The the, the filter's just... Anyway, it's Halloween. It's chilly. It's Halloween. Um, I I, I was talking to the, the admin at our office today. Um, and then this morning at a meeting, I, I would love to conduct a study, especially on a, on a colder day like today for Halloween. Um, you know, as an adult, I thought it would be fun to hand out candy until your doorbell rings for the third time after you've shut the door and sat down. And then you're like, OK, I don't want to do this anymore. But when it's nice, it's enjoyable to sit outside and hand out candy. I've just never experienced that as an adult. Yeah, but it's going to be really cold. It's going to be really cold. But. You know, let's look at the kiddos out there who are excited to go trick-or-treating, um, collect all this candy. Do you think, you know, these the kids who go out right at 5 o'clock or whatever the time is, you know, and go till 7 or 8 o'clock, um, what their candy intake is, you know, on a chilly night running from home to home? Or do you think that the kids who maybe wait until 7 o'clock and just go out for a half hour are getting candy by the handfuls just so people can get rid of it? Well, I guess that depends on how much the household wants to keep the candy. Well, you or, always... I mean, by then they may be out of it anyway. They could be, depending on how many people went out early on and were just getting the one to two pieces. Perhaps I'm more interested in the street and yards intake of candy wrappers. Ah, uh, how would you feel if you were a family of everybody with type 2 or type 1 diabetes? Well, probably pretty, pretty normal at this point, depending how long I lived with it. <laughs> diabetes. Well, stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll be back after this break. Welcome back to Nick Snacks. 
Nick Snacks. Nick Snacks with Nick Gilmore. Nick Snacks? Nick Snacks. We had Nick Snacks a few weeks ago. Nick Snacks. And, uh... Nick's, Nick's, Snacks, Snacks, Snacks. Nick's, Nick's Snacks. You're making me snicker here. Well, you know, uh... If I had a Snickers, that'd be a Nick Snack. It would be. A good second best candy for Halloween. What's the number one? Reese's, of course. I don't know if that's the best candy for Halloween, but I know it's has been the most people, like, the, the favorite candy. Because I bought a huge bag, I mean, Costco bag, the... the Child sized, um, they they equate that they don't put ounces or anything on there. They like put for a child or the size of a child. The size of a child. Oh. It would weigh, you know, at least as much as a healthy eight pound baby. Now that's um, what I call diabetes. And uh, they don't have any Reese's in there. Which How dare sad. they? It was an all chocolate mix. I probably didn't have there. It was either a Mars is Mars Reese's or is um, Reese's. Hershey. It rhymes with pieces. Reese's Reese's pieces. Reese's pieces. Very good. Uh, that they made famous because of uh, E.T. Phone home. They wouldn't let them use M&Ms. They didn't feel like the movie would be successful, so they wouldn't allow them to use M&Ms to lure out E.T., so they chose Reese's Pieces, and that was a sensation thanks to that 1982 film. And Reese's Pieces are also better than M&Ms. Well, I mean, it's an, an opinion, but also an objective. Term. No, it's it's a fact. Mike Based on science blurs the that I of, came up with. Yeah, that's the thing. So this is how most science is conducted, by the way, nowadays. Based on science that I came up with, quote. In I the like it. 21st century. That works yeah. for me. People don't believe science. <laughs> <laughs> science is for those over-educated college people. That's how it's my world in financial advising now. I love it because I can say the numbers don't lie. You can manipulate whatever you want and the stories you want to tell, but at the end of the day, either the market goes up or the market goes down. There's not much in between. You know, watching the news, it's hard to find something that doesn't lie, so it's difficult to believe you that the numbers don't. Five, you monster. (laughs) Two plus two. There was an argument on the news the other day where somebody was advocating that it's not what it appears. Two plus two does not necessarily equal four. Now you could have some mathematician that could, you know, way go into detail and, you know, blow your mind with that. But that was not uh, it was not the, the point of the argument. Well, anyway, it's Halloween, and uh, I'm hosting Halloween trivia tonight. Pretty excited about that. I will be there. I'm excited. It's either going to be really, really busy or really not. I'm going to wear my wizard's hat. I have to go put my costume on after this. What are you dressing up as? I don't want to tell you. You'll see it later. Is it a stormtrooper? Because It's not. And people always ask, <laughs> since I have a stormtrooper costume, uh, I don't want to say costume, outfit, uh, armor. I have stormtrooper armor. Armor, yes. Very, very effective armor. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I can't. I can't. Withstand I mean, the zombie anything. apocalypse is nothing on you when you're wearing that. That's very true. Although I cannot run in that, so I mean, I can't run anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the people are going to be a hockey player. No, I am a hockey player. I feel like it's cheating when I use things that I already claim to be. Like I am a stormtrooper, not, not on the actual sense. Don't take that away from me. I, I really do think I am. But mm-hmm. the other day, I, I stormtrooped. I dressed up as a conductor, and they were like, well, it's success. And no one looks at you anyway when you're up on the podium. That's right. That's too bad. Then, uh, So I'm, I'm going to something I pieced together last minute, and it will be in conjunction with the bartenders tonight at 477. Oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a group challenge. It is. You know, in a group project, there's always somebody who doesn't pull their weight. 
it's probably going to be one of the bartenders <laughs> or me. No, I think my costume's pretty good. I just don't really know how to make it look good. If that makes any sense. Well, you just put it on. I mean, it's you, right? Well, there's a lot of there's not a lot of extra, but I, I definitely uh, spared all the expense when it came down to preparing this costume with <laughs> 72 hours notice. <laughs> but uh, some I've seen on Facebook today that made me chuckle. There was just a person with a name tag that said "Life," and they had a basket full of lemons and was handing those out. Oh yeah, because life gives you lemons. Although here's the funny thing about lemons. They are not actually natural. I mean, they are made from the earth, but they are a blend of two citrus fruits that man created. So, not, I don't mean man, but mankind created. So, no, the whole saying. Woman, I'm sure it was a woman. I never. The man is a woman who probably did all the work. All or, the work, yeah, yeah, all of it. Not, not even like part, like most of the work. No, it's, it's all of it. Um, but lemons are not natural. To Earth, they are a blend of citrus fruits that, that mankind put together. So, when life technically cannot give you lemons, it can now. But no, so so humanity gives you lemons. And look at what we've done with it. <laughs> when, when life gives, gives you, you lemons, oranges make orange juice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's yeah. Mm, profound, Micah. <laughs> Yes, I, I'm just. Uh, you should write that we down. We need to change it now. Here. Now that you've ruined everybody on that that saying. These are one of the investigations of Dampy and Dank. What were the, What were our? Uh, You're making up. Words. Damp and Dewey, <laughs> Dewey and Damp. There, <laughs> this is from our comment. And their dog Cassio. <laughs> so, uh, Nick, you have some fun facts about Halloween or All Hallows, oh, All Hallows Eve, Eve All Saints Day. Um, you know where does where does it come from? What is what is Halloween? It's a it's a part of the liturgical year in the in the in the church. Um, it's it's part of the 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 pagan rituals that was influenced by the, the Celtic and Gaelic festivals of old. And depending on who you talk to, uh, uh, doing some research, there are some some harsh arguments of oh no it the, the you know, it's a Christian holiday. No, it's a Gaelic holiday. No, it's a it's a Celtic holiday. No, it's it's a it's a vigil from Ireland and Scotland. That it's was an American holiday now. I mean, anymore, yeah, the American influence across the world has really changed it. Um, but it's it's essentially a, a remembrance of the dead. Those those uh, saints, those have who have gone before us. You know, light a light a candle and do the remembering, or um, stand outside and actually let them come and talk to you. Bring it. I think the more we listen, the better off we'd be. Though there was time in this, uh, I say, great nation where we used to literally burn people at the stake for believing yeah. in such things. Yeah, we have a we have a tendency to do that, don't we? I mean, <laughs> there are fun things about Halloween, like jack-o'-lanterns and costumes. I mean, the first jack-o'-lanterns, <laughs> of course, candy. Uh, the first jack-o'-lanterns were actually beets, huh? Hollowed-out beets that would hold. That seems uh, like a missed opportunity from the office to hold for... souls. Yeah, you know, I, I feel that's the truth. Dwight, yeah, could have made a killing selling beets for Halloween. Hmm. <clears throat> Bears, beets, Battlestar Galactica. There's pumpkins. Wait. Now, why did they carve pumpkins? 
Well, the well the, carved beats. So the the beats were were vessels for souls. So they beat it out of them. <laughs> beat your soul out of them, <laughs> and then essentially, I mean, you, you find something that's a little bit easier to carve than a beet because <laughs> it's like carving an onion. I mean, carving a beet. I can see where the blood concept comes from because if you carve a beet, you look like you've carved a child. Like it's yeah, it weighs as much as a bag of candy. It does. Costco <laughs> now selling beets, carvable beets. Carvable beets. Pumpkins make, uh, make make more sense. I've never been a fan, really, of carving pumpkins. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not huge into the the feeling of the stringy gunk that you dig out of uh, of pumpkins. Yeah, that's not. And also, I was never very uh, crafty, and so anything I tried to carve, especially with intricate details, would just cave in. Or... My my brother is is vegan. And uh, he's quite good at taking all of the seeds out of the pumpkin and then roasting them, mm. having them later. He's actually the uh, the world vegan bodybuilding champion. Wow. Yeah. That's a tr- it's a true story. It's, it, it sounds completely made up, but it's not. That's probably the Guinness Book of World Records, if that's still a thing. Or that's at least... Hmm. More Nick Snacks with the Knicks. When we come back from this break, we'll be back. Back to Nick's Next on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. We're going to listen to all 26 minutes of tubular bells per Micah's request. Well, maybe the first five. That is very pleasant for now. It's repetitive. It's simple. It's an earworm. So uh, Halloween, uh, Nick has discovered jack-o'-lanterns were used to ward off Mike Broncos fans. Oh, yes, absolutely. Is that why I don't like jack-o'-lanterns and <laughs> pumpkins and pumpkin pie and pumpkin fizzy latte gross stuff? Are, are you a, a soul of the dead? Because if so, then yes. Well, okay. people have told me that I am dead inside. Uh, yeah, and he can suck the life out of a room. But he can also add a lot of elements to a room. Yes, like being a Broncos fan. <laughs> we're talking about Star Trek and glowing. Yeah, you can. You can Let's up talk a room next with generation. Those. Talking about things that are dead, the Broncos. Um, but they fail. Oh, the poor Broncos! You know, uh, did did you not know that we beat the Kansas City Chiefs? When I say we, I know I realize I'm not a part of that organization, but I'm going to say we anyway. But fans we, we beat the Chiefs. Well, fans you say that. That's fine. You know, it's um. It's it's memorable when you have to to point out like like I beat this one thing. Hey, we're going on a run. We won two games in a row. Now it's time to win the rest of them. Go Broncos! Orange Kool Aid. That's like I'm a good person. I have a gay friend. You know them, yeah. 
having a friend doesn't make you a good person. Being a good person makes you a good person. Yeah, being a Bronco fan doesn't make you a good person either, but we all are anyway. That's fair. We are. All I, I like to jokingly fair. say that being a Broncos fan makes you a good person. You know, in 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 Brittany back um, centuries ago, Brittany's very nice. <laughs> Brittany is now. I don't know something else. Oh, I I was just saying <laughs> the, the great, name Brittany, the great of Brit- no Brittany. I know with, with an O. Um, you know they would often go and dump milk on the graves of the dead or leave them leave them food on All Hallows Eve. Uh, perhaps we should go uh, dump some milk at Sunset Menor- Memorial Garden or on the south side of town, or or perhaps at a at the stadium. Well, the Saved by the Bell wasn't just a fantastic TV show for when I was growing up, but it was also um, used to literally save people's lives should they had been buried alive, deep sleepers or coma, who knows, and they would ring the bells. Oh, and, yeah. uh, before you were embalmed, which was very quite lucky for you. To be embalmed alive would be unfortunate. It would be. It uh, takes me to another office episode, which... Dwight's aunt passes away, and uh, Oscar goes to the service, the only one from the office to win. I, 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 who went? I don't know why he felt obligated to go to Dwight's aunt's funeral. But, um, you know, they say all their nice things by the gravesite, and uh, then Dwight kicks open the casket and takes a shotgun and just starts firing blasts into the body <laughs> because Schrute's were known for their heavy sleeping, and they've uh, had discovered claw marks in some of the uh, the caskets of their relatives so now to prevent anyone from being buried alive they make sure they are they are well deceased and i think probably the most concerning part of this is that they dug up <laughs> and found the claw marks on the inside so yeah, it's been two years let's uh let's dig up and see if they were alive when we where's, put them in there where's, where's uncle jim's suit yeah. oh what are these scratch marks oh I was. I really just came for the pocket watch, but <laughs> man, it looks like he was still alive. Poor guy. <laughs> That's something. Uh, going back to Halloween, I, I sometimes love scary movies. Depends, you know. Oh the yes. Situation. Um, you know, there's just something that, that the fear. The Mummy terrified me as a kid. That movie with Brendan Fraser just absolutely horrified me. If I'm watching it in the basement, it's just absolutely dark. Dark. No um, window wells or anything. It's just pure darkness to the point where you wouldn't know what time of day it was if you didn't have a clock. Well, that's down. fair. Though in The Mummy, I mean, you can't get over just the fact that all of the main characters are gorgeous. Uh, even the... Even The Mummy. And, well, I mean, once he's not a mummy anymore, I mean, when he's a CGI terrifying creature, it's... It was. I mean, the beginning, when he wakes up, it was one of the things that jump-scared me so much as a child. Just, uh, anyhow, um, the movie It is also uh, one that Oh, yes, both, both the original and then the new two-parter. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think uh, Pennywise is far more terrifying in this newer rendition. I don't know. They both have their, their scary aspects. Uh, a Quiet Place? A Quiet Place. The only thing about The Quiet Place that really, really scared me was the nail on the stairs. Oh, yep. I don't Did know if that like scared that. me. That was just – that was that was horrible. Horrible. No, 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 no. 
no, no, oh, no, and no, it's no. not one like we we see we've seen nails and stairs before in cinema. We go back to Home Alone, but you know that's one where he just slowly steps on it and mm-hmm. feels it. It's not a whole like crunch nail goes through the foot. That yeah, was terrifying. excruciating to watch. You know, as as much as as I love good horror movie, uh, one of the things that I do and uh, we have been doing throughout the entirety of the the kind of Halloween season is I actually read scary poetry and scary stories aloud. Mm. And so we've done, you know, Charles Dickens and um, Roald Dahl and Edgar Allan Poe and uh, just sit downstairs in the basement around candles and, and read scary stories. And then as much as a scary movie may keep you from sleeping, a scary story kind of burrows into your mind in a different way. I think you have to imagine more when it's being spoken to you. Your 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 imagination can go, I think, even further than what you're seeing on screen. Yeah, and and when you're when you're hearing it out loud, and you know you have a drink in your hand, and each word will bring something that you did not expect. Especially when you're when you're listening to something, say the the Brothers Grimm. The Brothers Grimm fairy tales, you call them fairy tales. They, they're terrifying. <laughs> um, you're going along and it says, oh, you know, um, Wetzel was walking through the forest and then he was stabbed to death. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> that took a dark turn real fast. Or Wetzel's parents put him in a closet and then locked it and never let him out. You're like, what? <laughs> Okay, like these these stories take the darkest turns so <laughs> fast. There once was a king, and his wife was going to give birth, but if it was a son, he was going to kill it. And they just state it like, like that's a normal thing. Yeah, these were all written by Europeans, based on their history too. Yeah, so the the ring around the posies, uh, rocket full of roses or whatever. I, what is it? I haven't heard that, that since was, I was uh, a little kid. That was about pocket, the, pocket. Okay, um, pocket full of so, death, right? Ring around the rosies, pocket full of posies. You're, you would have a ring around. What were the rosies? Are those your? Uh, you would have yeah, your, splotches. Yeah, your pockets full of posies because they thought carrying some kind of flower in your pockets would help ward off. Um, was that uh, the plague? Ashes. Yeah, black I think it was death? about the black plague. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. Yeah, because they burn the bodies. So uh, yeah, that. Gosh. Used and, to be a way to tell taught history. Taught that in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we sang that alongside <laughs> "Row, row, row your boat" as kids. And, I wonder uh, what "row, row, row your boat" Bridge actually means. Falling down. Yeah, London Bridge is falling. It was about it burning to the ground, which it did many, many times. Well, London was a uh, yeah. London burned down. Chicago burned down. All the greats have burned down. <laughs> Don't jinx us. These cities talking to each other. Are you even a city? Have you burnt burnt to the ground? (laughs) Come on, rookie. This your first? Yep. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That feels bad, actually, with the fires in Maui. Yeah, yeah, that was terrible. Ooh. Well, on a pleasant note, I don't know. We'll get to it in the next segment on this post-Halloween episode of Nick Snacks with Nick and Nick. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Nick's Snacks. Special guest Nick Gilmore here. We're just talking Halloween and other shenanigans at this point. But uh, have you ever seen some of those old-timey photos? Oh, even from the 1800s. So um, when uh, Halloween kind of came over to the United States, it was about 1840s or so. But you look back at black and white photos of the 1860s, 70s, 90s, and what people dressed up as children were horrifying. Horrifying. I mean, they would basically have skulls from their livestock that they would put on their face and traipse around. Perhaps it's scarier that they actually just took photos with dead relatives immediately after they passed. Oh, yes, my daughter died. Let's let's take a photo with this person. Oh, grandpa, let's take a and, and they set them up. They had a a little little you know, metal thing, and they would stick the corpse up onto it and lift the head up and then sit next to it. Were they embalmed them. first? I mean, as embalmed as alive? can be at the time. I mean, that's what my plan is for my funeral, to be propped up with a high five. Like weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> yeah. On <laughs> 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 You know, on, on this note, for uh, Halloween um, – uh, a lot of a lot of Christians would take over a lot of pagan uh, rituals, and one of them was the idea that once a year the dead would actually come out of the graves in spirit and and dance around the the graveside. It was this was the dance macabre, you know, made famous from a number of different you know uh, composers of of classical music, but. Uh, as they went through it into the Middle Ages, it became a thing where Christians would uh, create these village pageants once a year where they would recreate this and, and dress as the dead and dance around. And this is the, the idea of weekend at Bernie's <laughs> making, the, making the dead person move. But, um, but there is uh, some evidence that that's the possibility of the beginning of Halloween costumes is you dress ah. you dress as the dead that have come back. I I think they're just kind of copying the the going back to the OG Halloween costume is zombies. Jesus. He was the first zombie. That's true. I mean you you come back from the dead and there you are. You are <laughs> You've got red curly hair and white skin and a beautiful white robe. <laughs> Doesn't happen to everybody. But the, the, the OG zombie. OG zombie. OG. <laughs> the JC. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get struck by lightning if I uh, continue on this. Michael, we haven't heard from you as far as uh, what was your childhood like for Halloween? Was that something you enjoyed? Outside of the candy, but trick-or-treating? Um, like well, back person. when I lived in California, we didn't live in the greatest of neighborhoods. It wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the greatest of neighborhoods. We didn't really celebrate Halloween too much, didn't really go trick-or-treating. But I did dress up as a Broncos fan for Halloween. And he's yet to take that costume off. <laughs> you're, suppo- <laughs> you're supposed to wear a costume. I don't know. Well, I dressed up as what my, my soul was. Your soul is speaking to you, huh? Well, that's true. And in the tradition of, of dressing up as a soul that comes back from the dead. As, as the Broncos have. I, I Actually, they were, they were never dead. 
They've always been on the road to the playoffs. You can't count someone out when they're just one and five. You know, I feel like this is that road in Nevada that says, get gas now. (laughs) 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 Because it's, you're not going to Is there a Mexican restaurant right there with lots of burritos? Likely. I love a good burrito. Mm Mm-hmm. Look, if I went trick-or-treating and someone was handing out burritos, I'm all about that. I'll skip the candy for a good burrito. Or both. You know, I feel like trick-or-treating, um, we, we, we don't do it right because every single place you go to, trick-or-treat, oh, here's a treat. I mean, like, where are you going to go and get a trick? I, I mean, unless you're handing out Twix bars, that's as close as you're getting to a, a, a trick. You could go to Congress. They'll trek you. Even in government. We we, we care about I you. Think, I don't think they're intelligent enough to trick us. Could you imagine? <laughs> and yet we keep voting for them. Not me. That's also true. But I mean this this begs the question. If you, if you go trick-or-treating, if there's a child that comes to your house and says trick or treat, you get the option. So if you're going to choose a, a trick, what do you pick? I – I'm a big fan of Laffy Taffy jokes. In fact, I just had a banana Laffy Taffy today, and that's my favorite. And I'm an artificial banana fiend. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Nobody ever accused what, you of having good what, taste? No, I, that's very true. <laughs> Except bourbon. <laughs> well, what do you call a car that uh, can never stop? Cargo. I was going to say sabotage. But the, my favorite one, I remember reading this when I was a sophomore in high school. What did you discover if you find bones on the moon? The cow didn't make it. No. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, no, that's terrible. That was my, that was my all-time favorite Laffy Taffy joke. Some are just so bad. You don't would, they, even... would they put that on a Laffy Taffy nowadays? I don't. I, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you read that. Two drums and a cymbal fell off a truck. <laughs> but really, what, what, trick, what trick would you pull on a, on a trick-or-treater? Would you pull a quarter out from behind their ear? Trick-or-treat. Trick. <laughs> I'm gonna have... I don't know. Yeah. I I've... mean, the quarter from behind the ear is pretty good. I was thinking like bucket of water maybe that's a water balloon maybe that's cruel well you can't do that when it's really cold i mean you can it's just really it's just you get in trouble <laughs> you can't it's just not, not i mean you're gonna get sued by a very angry mom i do enjoy thanks to ring cameras now when when folks you know maybe have a scarecrow stuffed and it's got like a bag of candy in its lap um, right when the kid's reaching for the candy, they come alive and scare them. I love those jump scares. It just makes me so happy and content, especially when we can capture that on, on mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you didn't know that you needed to make sure that your child could wear Depends under their costume? Pretty much. Have that embarrassing factor of, well, I just soiled myself again. I like how you added again. That's It's curious. I'm, I'm, I want to hear the stories. You know, Nick, you didn't. You don't realize this, but I can take what you just said and cut it out. I, I, I'm well aware of how you can use this against me down the road, Micah. I feel like it's going to show up on next week's show. Well, it might be the intro of next week's show, just replayed over and over and over again. I just soiled myself again, <laughs> just playing perpetually on the show.
I, I've wanted to, you know, one of these years, um, turn my garage into a little haunted maze, you know, for, for people to go through as they're... A maze? Your garage is large enough to make a maze out of? Even if it's going to be a really weird maze or it's going to be really easy? It'll be really... It'll just be a haunted garage. <laughs> people, like, go out the side. I don't know. You can do a lot in a two-car garage. I've been impressed with folks. They've done stuff with single-car garages when I was a child, but... I mean, in college, I did some things in a single-car garage. (laughs) (laughs) My nickname in college was single-car garage. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know if that's a compliment or if it's mean. (laughs) Usually, they're self-deprecating. He soiled himself again. That tattoo in the single-car garage. (laughs) In a single-car garage. That's what happens when you drink kerosene. That's not it. I, uh... Yeah, I'm trying to think of other tricks that would be fun, appropriate. Yeah, I feel. Do you have a Do you have a social media page for this? Because uh, I, I want people to add. What trick would you play? We on do. A child, you know what? For those who follow Nick Snacks or haven't yet, find us on socials and leave your uh, trick that you'd have. And uh, you know, maybe in a week we'll pick out the best one, and you'll get a Nick Snacks care package. Read it out loud. And let us know. Instead of tricking the child, trick the parents. You kidnap the child? <laughs> no, no, no. Just, just like go through some of these laws that they voted for and tell them the unintended consequences. Ah, and there we go. Nick, thank uh, you so much for being on. Dance macabre. It's as a way we, to end. As we it? enjoy our bourbon. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy uh, now Christmas season, I suppose. Oh, uh, yes. That's hit full steam on November 1st, some even on October 31st. But this has been Nick Snacks. It's a joy to be back. Thanks for having me, Nick. Of course. And that's our cutoff. <laughs> <laughs>